Hello, and welcome to the Zurich Life Podcast. My name is Ronan O'Neill, and I'm joined by Richard Temperley today to look at the investment market performance and discuss Zurich's current fund position. The Zurich Life Podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurich.ie. You can also subscribe through both iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Good morning, Richard. We are now into April, and when we look back at the previous three months, I've been surprised at just how strong the markets, in particular the equity markets, have been, especially after such a disappointing end to 2018. Is this a sign of things to come for the remainder of 2019? Well, good morning, Ronan. Um, yes, markets have been very strong uh, January, February and into March. And the main reason behind that, in our opinion, is that the central banks have had a very major U-turn. So instead of looking at interest rates rising during 2019 or rising further in the case of the US, the markets are now looking at a situation where interest rates may well be cut uh, in the US towards the end of the year. There's now a 50% chance that interest rates will be cut in December of this year. So this has been a, a major U- U-turn and the markets, equity markets, have taken uh, this U-turn uh, very well. However, there's another way of looking at this and, and if uh, interest rates are going to be cut and the Federal Reserve has, has, has changed its, its, its tack, that could be looked at as a negative because it shows that economic growth uh, may well be slowing down a, a little bit in the US uh, and in China. And of course, the European growth uh, data has been has been pretty weak. Markets, however, have taken this positively, uh, and uh, we are now of, of the opinion that uh, the markets may well be a little bit over optimistic, as they were over pessimistic at the end of last year. And accordingly, uh, as we mentioned in the last podcast, we have taken uh, equities, we've taken some profits in equities, and reduced the equity content in our multi-asset funds. So when we look at equity markets in particular, we've seen returns of over 14% for the quarter one. Um, surely that's a phenomenal return for, a, for such a good quarter. Yes, I mean, the markets have risen. Remember, of course, the markets were, were exceptionally weak in December. Uh, we nearly went into a bear market in, in December. So markets were weak in December. We've had this V-shaped recovery, uh, strong markets in January, February and March. And obviously, because we have taken some equities off the table, we are of the opinion that this will may not continue as strongly uh, in, in quarter two and, and for the rest of the year. But uh, as I say, markets were, 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 were strong. The only good reason for it really is to, is to do with the, the change of tack by the central banks. Um, markets, of course, are looking now at the first quarter results season, particularly in the US. Uh, and that may well influence how markets react for the rest of, of April and beyond. The other point we're looking at is that valuations became very attractive after the fall in December. Um, the PE multiples of markets uh, come back to very attractive levels. And since the strong rally, as you've mentioned, um, in the first quarter of this year, uh, valuations are now, have now normalised and we're back at a more sort of fair value for, for the equity markets. So while it's evident that equities have done well, have bonds also seen a smaller recovery? And if so, why is that? Yes, um, bonds, um, of course, it's particularly in the Eurozone, uh, are not attractively valued at all, but they have actually performed well, particularly in March. 
Uh, and of course, the reason for that is that bond markets react positively to an environment of falling yields and falling interest rates. So markets have performed well in 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 March, both in the US and in the Eurozone. So the Eurozone bond index up about two and a half, three percent in March, uh, and also US bonds performed well with the yield dropping from the 10-year bond yield in states dropping from about 2.7 to 2.4. In Europe, of course, we've had, we have very low yields and the German 10-year bond yield has moved back into negative territory for the first time since 2016. So bond markets reacting to um, a change in the interest rate environment and the fact that economic growth, particularly in the Eurozone, is quite weak. In commodities, March saw an upturn in oil price. Is this a one-off or can we expect more in months to come? Well, Ronan, the oil price, we've got to remember, was extremely weak in 2018. And what we've seen in the start of this year, January, February and March, is the oil price um, rising very, very sharply. Um, and there are a number of reasons for that. Again, oil prices were low, they were covering. Uh, and secondly, there, is, there has been some optimism that the, the, um, there may be a resolution of US-China tr- trade uh, dispute um, and in that scenario economic growth, although it's a little bit weaker at the moment, it may not decline as, as much as some people had thought and that's given a, a positive spin for, for the oil price. And when we look at commodities this year, it really has only been the oil price that has been strong. Industrial metals, other commodity prices have not been rising sharply. It's all down to energy and it's all down to the oil for the reasons I've just mentioned. Uh, Closer to home, you mentioned we made some asset allocation decisions on our multi-asset funds. Uh, Can you explain what they were and why did we make them? Again, uh, this really happened, we mentioned this at at the the last podcast, we took the equity um, content of our multi-asset funds down significantly from the top of ranges to the middle of ranges uh, in the last few days of uh, February and the first week of, of March. The reasons behind this, I mentioned some of them already in our discussion, um, markets have rallied very strongly from the low point on Christmas Eve um, without any particularly good news apart from the U-turn by the Federal Reserve. That's been the main driver um, of, 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 of equities, along with the fact, as I mentioned, that equity valuations were quite attractive at the beginning of the year. So we've had a very strong rally. Um, there is some negativity around about economic growth. Valuations aren't as attractive and we think it's appropriate at this stage to have taken some profits and bring the equity content down. We'll see how markets play out. Uh, if they come off, we may money's back into equities. Uh, we may not. We'll see how, how it looks like when, um, when, when we get to that situation. As regards the um, country or regional and sectoral positions, no huge changes there. We still have a bias towards uh, Asia-Pacific markets. Um, we're actually more neutral in, in, in the other regions. And as regards our sectoral positions, they remain um, a bias towards uh, the cyclical, economically sensitive sectors like, like technology, where we have a, a strong bias. And we have uh, underweight positions in some of the more defensive areas like utilities and real estate. Great. Thanks for that, Richard. That was a comprehensive review of what's happening across the investment markets. And to our listeners, we hope you found this helpful. For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit Zurich.ie. And hopefully you can join us at our next podcast next month. 
past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance, benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates, the value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.